Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with K Showtime, up and coming YouTube sensation. Yes, sir. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Definitely one of my favorite podcasts, to be honest. For like, real? Yeah, I used to watch you. One of my homies named Brizo will actually show me like your interviews for like Stink Team and all that. So oh, nice. Yeah, I'm definitely tuned in for sure. R.I.P. Draco. Yes, sir. R.I.P. Draco. R.I.P. Catchy, too. Mm, facts. Um, yeah, okay. So you're from Toronto? Yes, sir. You're from. Where at exactly? Uh, Jana Finch. Okay. So you grew up in the same area as like a lot of famous people in the Canadian underworld or what? Yeah, basically. Like Jana Finch has like a lot of underground artists like Pressa, Doobie, Janie, a lot of, you know, rappers. Mm. Probably like one of the most violent uh, neighborhoods in Toronto, most definitely. Right. Yeah. How'd you avoid all that? Um, I would just... Discipline, like I wasn't really into that. Like you know, I just wanted to make it out. I knew if I went that route, like it wouldn't have done for me. I just end up in jail or dead, right? So I didn't want to go that path. Right. Yeah. What was your What were your parents like? Um, my parents were. My mom was strict, but at the same time, I just wasn't an idiot. Like you know, you got strict parents and still signed to the streets, but you know, I have my own brain, so I make my own decisions at the end of the day. That's one funny thing when I interview rappers versus when I interview people who are like athletes and shit is it always feels like the athletes have a little bit more of a cool head on their shoulders. Like they're a little bit more like just down to get to work and yeah. do, do the, the shit that the rappers usually don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really see myself doing all that. I mean, I knew a lot of people who were in that lifestyle, but, you know, it's like real gangsters, real trench people that are going to tell you, like, if they see you have a future, they're not going to bring you into that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Okay, you just do that. Then I'm gonna do what I do. You feel me? Like, yes, it is what it is. Right. So, what were you excited about as a young kid in terms of your passion? Because you didn't get into basketball too crazy until recently, right? No, I played basketball like since I was young, to be oh, honest. Okay. But then I listened to another interview where you kind of downplayed it and made it sound like it like it was sort of a newer thing for you taking it, it serious. Because I stopped playing after high school for like two years. Okay. But like, it's not really like like I grew. I stopped loving it and all that. And I'm just like, okay, let me pick up a camera. Because i been doing YouTube, but I thought I was going to blow up off of, like, filming with girls and flirting with girls and stuff. That's what I wanted to blow up off of. Okay. I didn't expect to blow up for basketball. So once it just happened, I'm like, all right, let's rock, let's rock out now. So who were you looking at that originally made you feel like you had the potential to do something on uh, on YouTube? Uh, definitely DDG. Right. He's someone I look up to for sure when it comes to the YouTube game, especially with uh, females and all the storylines he was doing and stuff. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I want to do that. You feel me? If you feel like a guy. Just with a bunch of girls and all the girls on me and stuff. So 
Definitely DDG for sure. That's what I looked up to. I guess when you put it like that, it's easy to see why that would be pretty attractive in terms of, especially when you're young and you're just sort of yeah. like getting into the world of fucking with girls and shit. Yeah, for sure. That's got to be pretty appealing. Yeah, definitely wanted to be like, you know, the king. Just had a bunch of females and stuff having fun. So that's what I originally thought I was going to blow up off of. And then this basketball came. I'm just like, you know, let me try something different because I was in a relationship. So I was just filming with my girlfriend at the time. And I'm just like, you know, let me try something new since I couldn't film it, a bunch of females at the time, right? So I'm like, let me just pick up a basketball, because they're doing it in America, so I'm like, let me just do it in Toronto. And then I was doing it, it wasn't doing well, no one's coming to the parks and stuff. Then there's one park I did, and then I made a guy fall, and I pointed at him, it was in the dark, and a bunch of cameras were around. Right. And then that just started shooting up a bit. Then I played this next guy with dreads or whatever, and then I scored on him, I just like, I just bullying him, like, I just like pushing his face and stuff. And everyone <laughs> started posting it, and just stuff just went up from there. But. Like, if I had asked you in high school how good you thought you were at basketball, like, did you feel like you had a shitload of potential at that time, oh, and then you just got well, sick of it, or what? Definitely, because I was playing in a league called the Grind Session, averaging, like, 20 points. I was playing against, like, NBA players right now. Like, I played against Jalen Green before. Um, oh. Kyrie Walker, he's in the G League. I played against him, too. Like, I played against all the top talent. It's like, I just didn't get um, a solidified offer, if that makes sense. But if I did, then I feel like I could have went to the league, for sure. Right. Because I was killing everyone who went to the league, right? So I definitely could have went easily. But so when you figure out that you're not making it into the league, where does your mind go? Like, what did you see as your options that you had to pick from? Because um, you can go off to, like, Europe and play. And yeah, I could have, but I just, I didn't have any, like, the thing about basketball is a lot of politics. It's about who you know and stuff, right? So if you don't know somebody who could get you somewhere, like, a certain path, then it's like, you know, forget that. So I'm just like, let me pick up a camera. Have some fun, and then yeah, that's how it started. Yeah, it's like two very different lifestyles, like being a YouTuber versus being a professional athlete. Yeah, but honestly, even if I was a professional athlete, maybe I still would have did YouTube. I feel like it's smart as hell. Like everyone wants to see what you're doing, right? Right. So just an extra bag to add. But to I feel income. like you tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in the NBA, I don't know. It feels like a lot of the players, like they're sort of encouraged to not show that much of their personality and to be more just like an athlete. Or would you disagree with that? Um, I disagree because, I mean, there's a lot of athletes that be on TikTok and stuff now doing a lot of stupidity, right? So, That's true, I guess. I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well just pick up a camera and, and then do a YouTube video and get paid. Like, yeah. That's just what I think. Vlogging's kind of weird, though, because it just, like, lets everybody into your entire yeah. life. And that, that, I don't know, basketball players are so high profile that I could imagine a lot of them would be sort of turned off to the idea of that. But it depends how you vlog it, though. Like, say if I was in the NBA and I didn't want to hold the camera... I make someone hold it for me and just right. like record my day to day and just be like day in the life or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, but so what, what like the, the main thing that stands out to me though is that if you're gonna be a basketball player, how many like if you're gonna be an NBA, how many hours a day on average are you gonna have to practice? Um like a shitload. Say probably at least like six. I'd say six. I feel like I feel like a lot of pros now they don't even train that long. It just has to be effective, like, you know? Yeah. You could go one hard hour doing stuff that actually makes sense instead of wasting two hours doing a bunch of nonsense. Right. So I feel like the training game has changed for sure. That's interesting. In terms of, like, working hard and stuff. That makes sense because I remember, like, bodybuilders in the 70s would work out, like, eight hours a day. Yeah. And true. then at some point they just realized, like, yeah. oh, no, you need, like, an hour maybe. And you need rest too and all that stuff, so you're just going to burn your body out. Right. Definitely. Were you influenced by the professor at all? I interviewed him recently. Uh, yeah. Um, one, there's a, he used to do like challenges when you're young and you could get a shout out on his page or something. He doesn't know that though. I actually talked to him recently, but um, I did a, he did a challenge and I actually did it. 
I didn't win it though, but like I still have it on my old phone. Like I think you just move and then shoot and then be like, you have to say God handles. Yeah, so I did one of his challenges before. I definitely looked up to him. He has a huge fan base in China too and stuff. Like, mm. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like just interviewing him and realizing like, wow, this is a dude. You know, it's so fucking hard to make it to the NBA. Like, yeah. and like you said, like you know, there's politics. There's the fact that he's a shorter guy. That's obviously going to be really bad for him. There's just all these little things. And, you know, instead he found his own way. Like, you know, you're just so used to hearing, like, basketball players either are super successful and make it to the NBA or they're failures and they end up moving back home and they're losers. And yeah. he totally found out a different way to make something for himself still playing the game he loves, which I find really amazing. Yeah, definitely. If one thing doesn't work, you got to find a way to make something else work or make what you want to work work. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's different. It's like if you really built for it or not. Right. So I guess, yeah, he was built for it. He knew what he wanted to do, so yeah. he ran with it. So once you started having those viral moments, though, how did you proceed from there? Like, did you just decide, like, fuck it, I'm going to just lean into this basketball shit in terms of my content? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Because it's like, I didn't, like, I wasn't really going viral off the female stuff. So it's like the basketball viral stuff was happening. I'm like, you know, I guess this is my niche. I guess I didn't really know what my niche was. It was probably basketball all along, and I didn't know, right? Mm. And then boom, like God's like, yo, like this, this is all you, man. This is what you got to do. Right. So I just did it. Yeah. yeah. No, life is like that though, because I mean, I spent like the first fifteen years of my—not fifteen years, but like when I was twelve, I started riding BMX bikes. Yeah. I didn't start doing rap content until I was basically like thirty-one. I even rapped too. Oh really? I did Try a lot them. of stuff, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, I did. With this YouTube stuff, I did like filming with girls. I did fashion. I did um, rapping. I did rapping for a bit. Then I ended up deleting it because there's so many politics and stuff, you know? Oh, really? In Toronto, yeah, when it comes to like gang and, oh, what side do you rap, da da da. So I'm like, I'm rapping about stuff and I don't even want to be a part of that lifestyle. So I'm like, mm. let me just take the video down. So you being from where you're from, rapping, it was just kind of inevitable that people were going to basically try to. Yeah, Divide. make you a target and stuff. I mean, I don't have problems with nobody in the city when it comes to hoods and stuff. I'm basically, like, cordial with, like, every hood. Like, you know, I don't claim, like, one spot. Like, I don't really have time for that. I don't care for it at all. Like, you know? I mean, my goal at the end of the day is to make, like, every hood, like, come together. I'm not going to lie to you. It's probably impossible. But, yeah. you know, like, if I could do that, bro, I'm, I'm the GOAT, for real, yeah. you know? Like, that's what my goal is, to be honest. Just make Jane Finch... Just one, not even just Jane Finch, because a bunch of other hoods that, you know, places in Scarborough, like, try to get everyone to come together as one. And it's going to be hard, and, you know, I'm still working on a plan to get everyone to come together and stuff, you know. Right. And, you know, I just pray it goes well, so. A plan? Like, what might that look like? That's some kind of event or concert? <laughs> Sometimes I, I do read about, like, gang shit where, like, gangs who've hated each other for years and years and years, at some point they'll just be like a truce moment where they'll just have a big fucking party and people all get together. It's very rare. It's not like this happens a lot, but I was yeah. watching a video on YouTube about like two different hoods in LA that were killing each other for years and years and then they ended up just squashing it at oh, some point. Did? Oh, shoot. I didn't even know that. So that I mean, and that, that is like the 1%, but you know. I mean, if that could happen in LA, then I feel like it could happen in Toronto because I mean, LA is worse than Toronto for being realistic. So yeah, shouldn't be a reason why, but it's hard though because like, People take away people's brothers and all that mm. stuff. So, you know, people don't want really want to forgive and stuff. You know, so like I could see where some people are coming from, but it's like you know, I don't know. You just gotta like push it aside, not push it aside, but like right. just like you know, realize like you know, if you guys keep beefing, then it's gonna keep happening. So yeah, just tone it down. Sometimes I'll talk to rappers who 
have basically like there's other rappers that they're not supposed to get along with because their hoods are supposed to have beef but then in reality behind the scenes they're totally cool with each other and they like in this case i'm thinking of one of them even told me he's like nobody got killed in in this beef for like 10 plus years but it's still me and this person being cool is still controversial in the eyes of some people yeah it's like someone even told me um he's like he's like oh name's Jamal I'll just say it you know he's like oh it's like people are fighting over blocks that they don't even own mm. like it's like it's probably like a rich like someone who's rich that owns it you're here fighting over a block that you don't even own like so what's the point right. like you know what I mean and it's right like it doesn't make any sense like if you don't own the block you didn't buy the block why are you fighting over it like you know what I mean the other people are just there looking laughing at you saying oh the rich people are like oh you're putting money in my pockets right. you know you live here come fight here da, da, da. do whatever you want but at the end of the day you make me money so it's just all stupid at the end of the day, but yeah, I mean, the the at the end of the day, the best thing that people can do is just find a way to unite, and get along. Yeah. But it's so hard to push people in that direction, you know. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach; you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip; you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, when you think about it, like, somebody who was really able to unite the city in a way is Drake, right? Yeah, Drake. Because he, he was above show. all it. He's yeah, above yeah. that shit. He did a, a tour. He did one by Pressa, Smoke Dog, and I think it was. Um, and he posted that photo. Puffy uh, L's, yeah. Couple months ago. Yeah, yeah he, he he does a good job of trying, you know. But there's only so much he could do. But you could see he actually puts an effort to, you know, mm. try to get communities together and stuff like that. He's a real guy. He's a he's real as hell too, Drake. I yeah. really mess with him for sure. But that's the the thing I think is cool about you is that because it's basketball, because you're building this YouTube personality or whatever, it's like I don't, I don't think you have to get wrapped up in the politics. You can just kind of yeah. exist outside of that idea. can, yeah. but I'm not going to lie. Toronto's envious. Like, they'll mm. try to do something just, something stupid. Like, it's crazy. But yeah, you definitely got to be careful, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Never take your, your safety for granted once you get a, a name, you know? Yeah, for sure. How'd you end up doing that video with Drake? Um, So, after one of my, like, videos, I was, like, buzzing a little bit. It wasn't really too viral. Like, he followed me before I really, really went viral. Right. So, he followed me, and then he just hit me in the DM. He's like, you know, what's up? Like, I want to send you some drip. So I'm like, oh man, what the heck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I remember I woke up to him following me. I was like, that's crazy. Like, and I'm like, all right, whatever. So he DM me, and then he's just like, oh, I want to send you some drip. And I'm like, yeah, for sure, send me that. You know, I wore in some videos and stuff like that. And then after he's like, um, he's like, yeah, just keep killing, da da da. Then after, I think there's a video of like Tory Lanez, um, playing against Drake, and I think it's like YK was involved too or something. I'm not sure. Okay. And then someone said, oh, who thinks he could beat him? And I commented, I'm like, me. And he actually commented back, and he's like, oh, he could come back to the, when I come home, he come to the crib, and I'll just, he'll beat me or whatever. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Then Tutu's, whatever, I DM'd him, and he's like, call me, whatever. So I called him, we're just talking for a long time. He's like, oh, when I come back to the city, just come hoop with me and stuff, you know? Mm. And then, yeah, we just went from there. So you just pulled up and got yeah. to just play? I went, yeah, I played with him, and then he brought me to the Raptors game, courtside too. Pretty crazy. Nice. What was it like playing with him? You were at his house, I assume? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he could hoop. He could shoot. He has a good shot. That's the first thing he said when I talked to him. He said, like, 
I fuck with no jumper, but I got a jumper though. He said that? Yeah, which <laughs> a lot of people have made that joke over the years, but it really stood out when he made it. That's so that a bar. Pre- that was pretty I'm going to cool. have to use that for a song. <laughs> you might have to. I mean, I noticed because uh, when I was getting ready for this, I went and watched an interview with you on another podcast called Jumpers Jump. Yeah, Jumpers Jump. And I was like, whoa, that's like, I've never seen a podcast with a name that had the jumper in it like that. Look at that. Yeah. That was cool though. Small world. Yeah, small world. Um, okay, so what basketball players inspire you or, or what, what people maybe even in general in terms of rappers, in terms of athletes, who, who, who's really inspired you over the years? Um, I wouldn't really say inspired, but someone like I like to model my game after is like Kyrie Irving. Mm. I like how he plays. I also like LeBron, especially what LeBron does off the court too. Right. Like he's always helping out, you know, building schools, helping the kids out and all that stuff. So that's someone I look up to too. Mm. Obviously Drake, what he does for the city and everything, how he came up, left me one of my aisles. And I'd probably just say like I like I like a lot of trench people. Like people from the mud and stuff. Okay. Like little baby, Dirk, G Herbo, <laughs> like you know what I mean? People came from nothing, turned into like something. But like majority of people came from nothing and turned into something, but like right. they really like from the mud mud, you know what I mean? Definitely like probably also like, you know, Pressa. So they're from the same area, right? Right. It's not a lot of people that from Jane Finch that made it to Hollywood or even get to go there. Right. So, you know, he's definitely one of the guys on the list as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Pressa, he's been killing it musically for a long time. I was just interviewing him and telling him, like, I just feel like you're one of the most underrated artists right now. And I feel like it's it's got to have a little bit to do with Americans just being fucking obsessed nah, with themselves. Nah, they understand the lingo and exactly. stuff. Exactly. It's like hard. It's me. hard for Americans to give a fuck about anybody who's not from America. Yeah. It's really weird. Cause he raps his like Toronto lingo and stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's different from like Drake, where Drake actually like talks or like raps normal, you know. But even with me too, like when I'm talking in my videos, people be like, like I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I talk. Regular English, like you know, I guess America's different. Like uh, even America, they talk funny to me. Like in LA, like all her was on crib. I heard that every <laughs> every second I heard someone say on crib from or, some like, people. Yeah, they'd be like that part. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, it's that just, part, yeah. It's kind of funny though. <laughs> like this one guy in the gym, he's like, oh, he's like, Remy my fate on crib. Like you know, they just say that all the time. But I'm I'm gonna bring the lingo back home and just abuse <laughs> it to be honest, because it's hella funny, man. In LA, you got to put everything on something, on yeah, hood, yeah. on crib, on yeah. whatever. Like there's, there's there's putting things on things. Yeah, yeah. lingo is funny, man. What, what's the number one slang that you use that you see your fans not understanding what the fuck you're talking about? Um, there's easy ones like ting. I feel like I everybody really gets know. that now, though. What do you guys think? Say like, I say crow. Crow. Crow's a good like, one. Bro, just place to be able to see. I'm surprised that doesn't caught on with more cribs in LA. I would say like Blickum. That's what I say in my videos. I didn't actually make that up though. It was my homie Frosty. Blickum? Yeah. Even Jake said it a couple of times too. What's a Blickum? It can mean a lot of things. <laughs> like, it can mean like like a jump shot or like a shot. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, hella stuff. It just like, wherever it fits, like, you know, you just put it. Or like waste man, waste you. Waste man's big these days, yeah. Batchy thing, like you know. Right. <laughs> a lot of things I've heard said. I, I couldn't really imagine myself using them in a conversation, but I hear other people saying them. Yeah, it would probably grow on you though. You have to come to Toronto for a bit. Right. Yeah. You, you think you're the only basketball basketball player out there with golds? Um. Or is there anybody in the league who has that? Is that like allowed in the NBA? I don't know. 
probably I guess they probably just don't wear it because they want to look presentable. But like, right. if I was an NBA, I'd wear. It. I wouldn't care. They don't let them do a lot of shit, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a no gold teeth rule. I'd be on my Allen Iverson. I don't care type shit. If I went to the league, I'd wear anything. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't care at all, to be honest. Is that still sort of lurking around in the back of your head as a dream, or are you over that the idea of ever playing in the league? Uh, nah, I don't really want to go to the NBA. I just like what I'm doing right now. Right. I'm already motivating the kids regardless of what I'm doing. But I think you could start trying out for G League teams. Maybe I might just do it for fun one day and, you know? I mean, it'd be great content. Yeah. For your subscribers, I'm sure they would love to see, like, the journey of you doing anything yeah, like that, you know? For sure. I just need to get in shape. Yeah. A little belly and stuff. I mean, that's got to be the the biggest difference in my my, my perspective is to like be training fucking six, seven, eight hours a day versus being a YouTuber. It's it's all up here. It's like you know, yeah. it's not that much physical shit. Balance your training, then because I'd be home and I gotta be like, okay, I gotta do this. I wake up early, do a little workout, then be like, okay, gotta film now in the afternoon or something. And I'd be editing my own videos. So oh, you do like, the editing. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. That's it's so tiring. Like, yeah. I'd be hella tired and stuff. So it's like, I'd be telling people too, like, if I make time for you, like, you know, I care about you. I really rock with you and stuff. Because it's like, I'd be doing so much stuff. And it's like, some girls I'd be, some girls would be hitting me up and stuff. They're all too busy. I'm like, girl, shut your ass up, <laughs> man. Like, you're not busy, bro. You're just doing a little lashes or whatever like yeah. that's none compared to my lifestyle like you know what i mean and i mean i'm no cocky shit but it's like if you really want to make time for somebody you'll do it because yeah. what i have to do work out edit get proper sleep i don't get proper sleep mm. i'll be going to workouts for like four on four hours of sleep which is bad i need to stop doing that actually. right but you know and then i know when i go back to the city i'm probably not even gonna get that much sleep because i'm gonna hop on the twitch game too so you know, I'm not going to be sleeping, but... Yeah. I feel like most of the time when a girl tells you that she's busy, that it doesn't really mean that she is busy. It means that she wants you to believe that she is in demand, that, like, her time is very in demand. And I'm, I'm very busy. I don't... I have a lot of people who want to do a lot of things with me. I'm a very high-value woman. That's like... When I hear someone say they're busy, that's what I feel like they're getting at because I know for myself that I've been telling people I was busy since I was like 19. Yeah. And when I look at my life now, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm busy. Yeah. When I was saying it back then, I might have felt like I was busy, but realistically I wasn't. And I probably just more so liked the idea that I was in demand. Yeah, I feel like girls probably see that too to move hard to get, but, you yeah. know, move hard to get with me for too long. When I see me get on credit. Yeah. There you go. That was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you could do that all you want, but don't do it for too long because I'm going to disappear. Mm, that's real. Once you start getting a taste of that Calabasas pussy, it's all over. I ain't seen no girl over here, man. I didn't mean, I didn't do my Dougie over here, to be honest. Really? LA, yeah. I don't How long like, you been here? I've been having like three weeks. Oh, okay. I don't really like LA. Really? No, nah, I don't. Why not? It's so nice out here right now compared to where you're from. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess I just... Didn't really get to see the lifestyle. Okay. No. There's so many different parts, and it's like I could imagine it being. It was so overwhelming for me when I first moved here. People were like, just trying to tell me about every different part of LA, and I'm like, bro, I don't understand. Like, I, I'm not gonna be able to understand these places until I actually go yeah. there. You know? I don't know. I'm just. I feel like I just love home so much, but it's like I don't know. My dream was always to come to LA and stuff. I came here. I was like, yeah, get me out of here, stuff. So it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not for me at all. I mean, it's we'll see. Maybe in the future. Right. Because maybe I need to more. I maybe I need to more. Maybe I need to 
meet new people or more people, you know what I'm saying? Right. To really, like, have the LA lifestyle experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I were to tell you, and it's not the case, but if I were like, yeah, I went to Toronto and shit sucked. I didn't like it. I mean, you would probably yeah. be like, you, you, like, there's yeah, so many different ways you could experience Toronto that, yeah. I mean, that seems like a massive oversimplification. I don't think that's possible, though. Because mm. everyone has come to Toronto. It's and they said they vibe, love it. Yeah. You feel me? And I hear people have came to LA and say, yeah, this is ass. Like, I want to leave. I mean, that's the thing about LA is there's not like one area that I could be like, you have to go to this area. This area represents the soul of LA. Because, I mean, you can go to Hollywood Boulevard, I guess. And that's, I mean, it's not like some cool ass shit that I would really recommend. You know, it's like, where, where would you tell somebody to go in LA that's going to really give you the, the feel of LA? The, the truth is, is that the soul of LA is all of the parts of LA together because it's just such a big spread out place that it's like it's much harder whereas like Toronto is a walking city you can walk around yeah you really can't do that almost anywhere here no you can't to be honest yeah Toronto's where it's at though man yeah way better than LA I hope no one gets offended though but this guy now yeah man I would rather go there right now than be here so I understand yeah you you customize the buffs with that sticker or what uh no nah, the people who made my glasses uh-huh Shout out iConcept Oakville. I don't usually do promo like that, but I got you because it got me right. They put like, they, it's like on, it's, like, it's not like glued on or whatever. It's like engraved on it, I think. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty tough. That's pretty badass. How'd yeah. you get the name? Showtime. Um, I just got it from people in the hood because like, I guess like, they would watch me play ball and all that stuff. Like, you know, and even I got it from females too. You know, they say that I was like, try to put on a show or whatever, wherever I am, I am, right? So. I just ran with it and I just put K. K is for my first name. Just mm-hmm. put it in front of it and I just ran with it since like middle school. Nice. Yeah. So you are single right now? Yep. How long I has that been going for? Um, Not long. I actually just got out of a relationship recently. Happily single? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You couldn't see yourself getting in a relationship anytime soon? You, you're enjoying hell no, it? Hell no. Hell no. Right. I'm not getting a relationship until I'm like 29. Well, I'm also assuming the relationship you were in was like before you got yeah, popping. Yeah, before I blew up and everything. Yeah. yeah. So now it's probably going to seem a little different. More options. It's not even about options, you know, but I don't really care for relationships like that. Mm. It's just, I don't know. I don't care. More focused on the career? Yeah. But I mean, you can still be focused on being in a relationship, but it's just not for me right now. Right. Yeah, no girls get in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. When you're young, get something else though. Anyone I see who who is young and they just really get deterred from their career by just focusing too much on a relationship, it's it's never a good. Yeah, idea. people be making nah. That's the thing though. Like I know people that be like, they make relationships like ruin their whole life. Mm. Like hell nah, I'll never do. That. Are you nuts? <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah. I don't care. Like, like traveling, riding BMX all those years, I would see it over and over and over. You'd have a dude, it's his first time traveling. We're in fucking Paris. We're in London. Whatever. And he's spending half the fucking trip on the phone arguing with his girlfriend because she's jealous because she saw him talking to a girl in the background of an Instagram story or whatever. And I'm like, bro, this is no way to live. Like, yeah. you, you can't. You're in a, this fucking amazing country for the first time. 99% of the people where you're from do not get the opportunity to come out and do shit like this. And you're going to be dragged down by this girl that, like, just yeah. wants to own your fucking soul, bro. Yeah, I'd be like, that's the thing, too. Like, I feel like if obviously if I get in a relationship, like, the girl has to be like, you know, let me breathe. What do you mean, tell me breathe? Like, you know, I need a girl that's going to make me breathe and just be me and just chill. Because, like, a lot of these girls be, like, so, like, on you and stuff. Like, you know, mm. like, especially, like, 
with the lifestyle I want to live and stuff like that, I'm going to need a girl who's like, just will take it easy. Like, okay, go out, have fun, baby. You know, come home, have me a nice cooked meal and all that. Mm, nice cooked meal. Yes, sir, and a massage. That's tough to pull off when you're young, though. I feel like girls never learn to cook nah, until they get older. I like them. I don't know. I like them older girls, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a real dog. <laughs> Those are the only ones that could hold you down? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just be talking to older girls and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's, smart. That's where it's at. I don't think a girl ever made me dinner until I was like late twenties. You never took a girl to dinner? No, I'll take a girl to dinner, but I don't think a girl ever like cooked for me until I got way older. But to be real with you, when a girl cooks for you, your defense mechanism that keeps you from like falling in love with her yeah. drops down a little bit. As soon as she cooks for you, because it's like, think about your mom cooked for you growing yeah. up. You I love your mom. As soon as they start cooking for you, it opens your heart up a little bit. I cooked myself, so it's like, I don't really need a girl to cook for me. Oh, that's smart. You know what I mean? Self-independent. If you're Guy Fieri and you can just cook better than any bitch, then you're really lit. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know if I could cook better than every girl. Mm. You know, anyone. People could cook OD. I can't really cook OD like that. Like, I could cook the basic stuff like yeah. chicken sandwiches and Alfredo and all that stuff. But, you know, like crazy gourmet meal, you know, I got to work my way into learning how to do that stuff. But yeah, I'm self-independent. so I cook for fair. myself all the time, but I would never want to cook for anyone else. I don't want to force somebody else to eat the shit that I eat. Nah. I what I eat somebody. is so basic. Yeah. I just make the simplest shit. Yeah, me too. So I just make like tacos and stuff. I don't yeah. make anything too crazy. Because, like, if I was going to make tacos, I can imagine, like, a 10-minute version or, like, a 45-minute version. Yeah. I'm always going with the 10-minute version. Like, I need more time, you know? Yeah. That's just me, sure. though. What, uh, what content goes crazy on your channel? Like, what, what is the stuff that actually works and that, that grows? And how do you think of that? Okay, I feel like, so right now, obviously, it's basketball and stuff. But it's, like, basketball is definitely the thing that works the most for me right now. Yeah. That's what, I, you know, I'd be striving off of, but... I'm trying to get into other content, like, because I, I hang out with females all the time and stuff. So it's like, with my homies and all that, like, me and my homies, like, we really be living a lit lifestyle. Mm. Like, CTB, shout out Bezo, Frosty, Shem. Okay. I'm Ty, you feel me? We really be living, like, shout out Josh too. We really be living a, and Kareem, we really be living a lit lifestyle, like, we really be having fun and stuff, you know, about girls and all that. Any kids watching this, like, you know, don't be me. But, you know, we be having, you know, we be getting lit, having fun and all that. And it's like, I could literally pick up a camera and film it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. Right. So I'm going to, when I, like, I'm going to start when I go home and stuff. You know what I mean? Just, like, you know, showing people, like, how I be off the court, too. Because you never know. There probably be people be wondering, like, what the hell do I do off the court? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I have a good personality. And if you watch me, my videos, you'll, you'll know that. But it's like, you know, people probably want to see like what I'm doing, like, you know, personal stuff. So, right. you know, you want your subscribers to grow with you as an individual instead of just watching you like do these regular videos and just log out of YouTube. You know what Th I mean? That's one thing I realized from talking to the professor because he had one video where he went and filmed with Sweetie. You know, she's one of the biggest you female. You filmed with Sweetie before? Yeah, like she, she was doing a commercial and he went and like filmed a TikTok with her where they're playing ball together or some shit like that. And I said, I'm like, you know, I noticed you didn't even put her name in the title of that video or nothing. And he's like, he's like, honestly, like my fans, they want me to punk people on the basketball court. And like, yeah. that's always going to be the best clickbait for yeah. him is just the basketball shit, which is really interesting to me yeah. because it's like, you know, your fan base will always appreciate the shit that like you came in doing. Like for me, interviewing underground rappers or, or underground street rappers, whatever it is, like my fan base, like, they might accept that I'm going to do other kinds of content, but ultimately, like, that's what the foundation of my channel is. So that's always going to be the stuff yeah, that does that, the best. That's his niche, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows me. Like, I'm a, I'm right. a saucy guy. 
on the court and off. Like, you know what I mean? You can just tell by my demeanor, how I dress, how I carry myself, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. I could do that, but I'm just not. But I'm going to when I go home for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. I land, I fly out today actually. Oh, I'll right. be home tomorrow. You know, so that's what's up. I even see a girl tomorrow, so I might as well <laughs> put the camera up. You know what I mean? I can't believe you had a girlfriend. The way you're talking sounds like you're a fucking animal. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not an animal. I'm just a laid back guy. I don't really care to tell people what's up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, shout that, out my ex though. That's the problem with making YouTube videos though. Is I used to make YouTube videos before I got with my girl, and I, I you know, my brain is so tuned in with the clickbait that I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't help it. I would have a random girl come over. All of a sudden, I'm taking a selfie with her. I'm making it the fucking thumbnail. Yeah. And it's really bad because then all of a sudden, every every other girl that might be interested in you sees you acting like a piece of shit with all these other girls. And yet, there's an extent to which, like, them seeing you with other girls is going to make them want you more. Yeah. But if they can tell that you're just easy and that you'll fuck anything, yeah. that's not great. Uh, yeah, I still rock with my ex, though. She's like my homie. Okay. Because we're like homies before all this and all that. You know what I'm saying? She's my homie before we even dated. So, you know, I still support her, still help her out whenever I can mm. and all that good stuff. Definitely. Yeah. So, I heard you were balling with 2C and Sway Lee the other day? Yeah, I did. I'm Presta, too. How was that? It was lit, to be honest, you know, just meeting those guys. Because I even listened to them, too, right? Mm. Not much of Sway. Sway be on, like, other tracks, though, that I've heard before. I think he was on... Wasn't he on that Travis and Drake song, but they didn't put his name in the title or something? Yeah, or didn't they not put him in the video or yeah, something? Yeah, something like yeah. that, but, yeah. That's one song I like, and there's another song. Give Sway Lee's respect. Come on, guys. Damn, Say that was a lit video. He, he has a... Video. He could sing, I Singer yeah, or whatever. Super talented. Two C, I've been bumping Two C before he even blew up. So you know the fact that he reached out to me to come hoop, you know, it's my love for those guys. Right. Presto's tough though. Presto is probably better than all of them. Really? Both he's them. nice. Yeah, yeah, he's better than both of them. Wow, that's interesting. It's probably because you know he's doing all them running, all the running in the hood and stuff like that. <laughs> Jumping yeah. fences. That was a while ago though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've been on he's his LA lifestyle. Probably faster than me, and I play ball. So. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um. Okay, so what are you what are you trying to accomplish this year? What do you, what do you feel like you need to do to take your channel to the next level or take what you're doing to the next level? Okay, I'll talk about what I'm trying to accomplish and then what I'm trying to accomplish for yeah, the channel. For sure. Okay, so one thing I'm trying to accomplish, like accomplish for like next year is definitely like um moving my family out. That's definitely one thing. Nice. Just being able to provide for the family. Um, especially with my brothers too. I let like I'm the type of guy I like to give my brothers opportunities and stuff. Make sure they're eating too, just not only me. My right. brother right there is Frosty. I don't know if you could come up right here. I don't know if you could bring a seat. Frosty can say hi. Yeah, Frosty's right here. Oh, he don't have his stuff on. But you know, <laughs> Netflix, that's like my backbone, my ride or die brother. You know what I'm saying? I'll do anything for that guy. So right. just, you know, helping him grow on YouTube and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people watch me. But they don't really pay attention to what he does too, because he plays a big role in my videos, right? So you know, if you're watching this, go subscribe to Frosty. Um, and yeah, just helping kids um, from my area in Toronto, and just not even just there, like worldwide. Just you know, work hard and just try to do stuff good for the community, because like you know, there's a lot of kids. They rather pick up a gun and mm. you know sell some drugs, but it's like. You could pick up a camera and make some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look what I'm doing. You know, a lot of people look up to me and stuff. But, yeah, you know, I just want everyone to, you know, be successful in a good way. When I first started making money off YouTube, that that totally used to go through my head all the time. Like, damn, I wish that all the 
young kids that I know who are in the hood or whatever, I wish that they understood what an opportunity this is. And now I feel like it's more and more that people realize like, oh, you don't have to be a a rapper. You could be a... Just a person who has a cool personality on social media and yeah. shit. Not everyone has a personality though. That's the thing. Yeah. I feel like I'm good at basketball, of course, but the reason why I blew because of how I act. Yeah. Not how I not act, but like how I am, who I am. My personality plays a huge role in me growing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you could grow off of one hit videos and stuff like that, but like you're not gonna just go up and up if you don't have personality. Mm. I was gonna care to watch you. Like you know what I'm saying? And then just for like my goals for YouTube, definitely for next year, right? Um, my girl probably get like a million subscribers. You know, mm. fuck it, dream big. You know. What I'm so saying? everybody watching this, you gotta go to the YouTube search bar, keep watching, open another tab, <laughs> K Showtime, yeah. subscribe, hit the subscribe button. You know, my girl hit a a million. You know, a story that you probably don't know. I'll tell you right now. It's like, so I have a board in my room, and it said 100k subscribers, right. make 10,000 a month. And then I had another one. You guys remember? I had another one. I don't remember what it said. 100K subscribers, 10K a month, get my own apartment, yes. Mm. So I had that, and then I wrote it in January 1st, and it's now August, and I only had 20,000 subscribers. I'm making only $100 a month off of YouTube, and then I don't have an apartment. I still live with my mom, right? Mm. So it's like I hit. I went from 20K to like 130K within like a month, boom. My money went up, obviously. We're not going to get into that, you know? Smart. And then after, um, I'm about to get my own apartment when I go home. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I really manifested it and I worked hard, but it's like I didn't give up because I had 20,000 subscribers in August. So I'm like, I looked at, one time I got up and I looked at it, I'm like, fuck, like, I'm not going to reach 100K subscribers mm. before January. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's so close. It's like August, September, October, November, December, New Year. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to hit it. And then boom. I hit it, you know what I'm saying? Then boom, I'm about to go home, get my own apartment, you know what I'm saying? Move out the hood. You know, it's all about like hard work. You just can't give up on your dreams, right? A lot of people could be this close and then they give up and it's like, mm. you should never give up. All you need to do is like, you know? Cause me personally, I didn't want to do YouTube anymore mm. when I wasn't like, you get, thing about YouTube is that you can't get discouraged of views. You can't, no. that's gonna break you apart. And you know, it broke me apart a lot. I just kept fighting like, you know? I used to have conversations with my homies in with Brizo. He's right there too. It was August 10th. I DM'd him and I'm like, I have a feeling I'm gonna blow up. I could feel it. Right. Next week, boom. Wow. My ball video just went like out the roof. That's crazy. So it's like, you know, I manifested it, I worked hard. And you know, I play a I play like um a huge role. And I give a big thanks to my brothers too, because like when I was down, Frosty Bezo, they'll always be there for me to give me advice and stuff and push me, you know. Uh, this guy I'll need ideas from him and everything, and it'll be on my ass, like, okay, let's do this. Let's see if this works, and go that route, that route. Keep your head up, do this, do that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, even when he was busy, he still made time for me. And it's like, if you don't have brothers like that, then what are you gonna, you're not going to succeed. Mm. You need brothers, you need people in your circle, on your team, to make sure you're going full throttle, yeah. regardless of the outcome, you know what I'm saying? Because most like, people have yeah. friends where if they start trying to work at something and be a success at something, that yeah. those friends will kind of low-key hate on them and yeah. not support them. Like, that's yeah. the norm, you know? Exactly. Any, anytime I really wanted to make a change in my life back in the day where I would stop going to the bar and just, like, stay home at night and work and, and study, and, and when basically with the time period where I was conceiving, no jumper before I actually started it and mm-hmm. I realized like oh there's all these things I want to learn about and whatever like 
I started to notice that my friends who would go out drinking with me every night were like kind of hating on me. Like, oh, you're a yeah. pussy. Why are you staying in the crib? Yada, yada. Yeah. And I realized like, oh, fuck, like I need to listen to my fucking brain because those people are not really going to end up anywhere special. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're in the moment of just wanting to have a good time. And I realized yeah. like I need to hold off on having a good time all the time if I really want to be a success, yeah. you know. Safety comes first, too. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like, you know, I don't be going out too much mm. in my city. I don't go to parties that often and stuff because, like, you never know. There be haters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But you just have to make sure you have the right circle, honestly. Yeah. That's a fact. A lot of haters. People could be hating on you in your circle and stuff, and you wouldn't even never know, to be honest. Mm. Well, you know, the real always prevails, right? That's a fact. Yes, sir. Um. Okay. Anybody you want to thank before we uh, wrap this up? I'm very motivated by your story, bro. Makes me want to go make Thank some you. more content. Yes, sir. That's what I do. Motivation for the trenches, man. Yeah. That's what they call me. These are the trenches right here, bro. Dana Finch. Yes, sir. <laughs> what? I want to give a shout out to my mom, obviously. Give a shout out to you, obviously. Thank you for having me. No, it's an My honor. favorite podcast, so you for sure. Give my mom a thank you because, you know, my mom even made me start playing basketball. She made me to the court in Shoreham, some basketball courts in the hood. and made me just shoot around. So shout out to my mom. Shout out, mom. I got you. Shout out my, I have a twin sister too that plays basketball, and a lot of people know that too. Wow. Trying to get her lazy ass on YouTube, but she's so lazy. Bro, that's great YouTube shit right there. Just yeah, being twins I'm, and I'm both saying, playing ball, I'm that's saying. huge. So shout out to her. Shout out my older sister too. Shout out my little sister. You feel me? Shout out my older sister, Shantae. Let me say her name. Shout out my little sister, Danae. Shout out my, look at my immediate circle called CTB, called Chase the Bag, and Can't Trust, Beep. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Shout out my guy Bezo, love you to death. Shout out Frosty, love you to death too. Shout out Shem, love you to death. Shout out Ty, love you to death. Shout out Josh too. Shout out Calvin Cambridge, you know who you are. Um, and just shout out everyone out there trying to chase their dreams, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out Mail. Shout out Mail. Shout out Deuce. Shout out all those guys who you know. Working hard, trying to do something in the city. Um, shout out Jamal too, my manager. Always pushing me, helping me. It's a headache, but you know, you mm. helps me out. When did you get a manager? Um, I honestly got it when I was on the verge of blowing up, but not really blowing up. Mm. You know, he saw potential in me and stuff. He's like, let me be your manager. I'm like, all right, let's do it. I just went like that. And we had like a close relationship before like all this, you know, so. What's up? Yeah. Okay, showtime. Yes, sir. No jumper. Coolest podcast, man. In the world. Yes, sir. I like that. Usually people don't say it for me. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Go turn my man up. He needs a million subs. Yes, sir, let's do it. Let's go. Appreciate yeah. you, G.